Hello. It feels so weird not sitting down to watch a movie and then like I know getting drunk. <laughs> I know. I had like I it felt weird that we had to like schedule on like a day other than a weekend. Yeah. And then also to have to watch five episodes again over a period of time and not mm-hmm. all at once right before we get on here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> am i wrong or are we both very out of it right now i literally i've been out of it all day like i i was trying to i was trying to type something in an email earlier and i wanted to type tablet ipad or whatever device you prefer Mm -hmm. like that was my sentence and somehow it auto-corrected tablet to template and i went back to read the email and i was like what was that fucking word (laughs) that's not template i was like template's not the right word what the fuck is that word for a, a, a thing? <laughs> and I literally went to Google and I started typing in things similar to iPad. <laughs> and then it finally came to me that the word was tablet. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm actually losing my mind. <laughs> but yeah, other than that, um, we already talked about this kind of today, but I started watching WandaVision. Oh, yeah. Um, Which is, I like it. I feel like on the internet, I've seen some mixed reviews-ish. Like, it has a really good Rotten Tomatoes rating. It has, like, a 93%. But then its it's Google rating is, like, 3 out of 5 or something. Oh. So, it's, like, very, I don't know. I I really like it because, okay, so let me backtrack. Wanda (laughs) and Vision are, like, in we're watching them in a sitcom right is like their world and so the first few episodes so far have been based off of like really legit like old american sitcoms so mm-hmm. they've been mirroring like the dick van dyke show and bewitched mm-hmm. and the brady show and stuff like that and i still love bewitched and like i dream of genie and i love mm-hmm. and all those shows so for me, it's really fun, and I can see why people wouldn't like it if they don't care about that style of television. Mm-hmm. And it's also the first three episodes I will say are really confusing. Like I don't really, I didn't really understand what was happening, okay. and I, I wasn't sure if it was because I don't know like their backstories too well, or if it's just meant to be confusing. I think it's mm. meant to be confusing. Okay. And starting episode four, which comes out. Friday tomorrow as of when we're recording I think that is when they start to reveal secrets of like what's actually going on okay I think yeah because I've seen in like the trailer and stuff like they're not in this sitcom thing the entire time like mm-hmm. there's like a lot of times when they like look normal but like that's yeah. again, just based off the trailer so I don't know yeah but- they they seem to be moving through time so every episode they've like moved closer and closer to our time okay so oh, I'm, okay i'm assuming they'll eventually get to our time i i don't really know though i'm like still uh, like slightly confused but okay interesting <laughs> but, um but it did inspire me to go and watch all of the marvel movies in chronological order mm-hmm. um, have you done that before I've never done that well I also I discovered I I mean I knew this but I've never seen every single Marvel movie like I think I've only seen a third maybe half of them oh wow so a lot of them are going to be new for me Mm -hmm. Um, but I started the other night I watched Captain America I've seen that one but I figure I'm just going to go through them and like even watch the ones that I have already seen Mm -hmm. to get like the full effect Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that'll keep me occupied for about a month. Which Wait, nice. so are you watching them in the order of when they came out or in the time within the series? I'm watching it in order of Marvel, of the Marvel Universe. Okay, okay, so you did Captain America for, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. I've never done it that way. So I was debating which way to do it. I was at first, because I was, I read an article and um, it listed both ways because mm-hmm. um, I was looking for a list that I could like check off and the list that I read was like we kind of recommend doing it in release order because then you can get like the nostalgia effect and like mm-hmm. see how it, how like 
the budgets get bigger throughout time and like the productions get better and stuff like that. But then I talked to Pat and he was like, no, you should definitely go chronological order huh. uh, in terms of like MCU because you'll just get, you'll, you'll better understand what's going on. Okay. As, like things happen. Yeah. Maybe the next time I, cause I know there's going to be a time that I do it again. Maybe I'll do it the chronological next time. But the reason I like doing it in release order is because the post credit scenes like lead you into the next movie. Yeah. Whereas like if you do it in like MCU chronological, then those are kind of like scattered. I feel like, I mean, like maybe they make sense yeah. one to another. I don't know, but no, you're definitely right. Because when I watched Captain America, I can't remember what the, the preview was definitely like, yeah, it's meant to be, they definitely want you to watch it in the order that, I mean, obviously in the order they released it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you're totally right with like the end credits scene. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because on Disney Plus, I discovered that they, if you go to the Marvel section of Disney Plus, they have the movies grouped in the, the like, I guess they're uh, Disney like released or created and released these movies intending it to be like four phases. Yeah. Right. So they have them in order of release by phase. Oh, cool. But then they also, if you keep going past that, they have all the movies listed in um, MCU chronological order. No way. So you can do both in the Disney Plus app. Oh my God. That's like the one thing Disney Plus did right. That's exactly what I said when I was texting Pat. I was like, this is the first only singular thing that Disney has done correct on Honestly. Disney+. Honestly. Wow. Yeah. So hot tip. That's really impressive. Wow. That's so, I'm real. I really wish I thought to look into that when I rewatched most of them. I didn't watch like the last couple, which is so mm-hmm. stupid because I got so far and then I just like forgot about it. But <laughs> like, I was like, looking up like okay which one comes next and then I was like searching through Disney would have been really nice to even think about that but I don't I don't give Disney enough credit because like why would I yeah no 100% I was not expecting it when I did that um when I went to go uh watch Captain America and I was pleasantly surprised that they had it in in the order that I'm planning on watching it that's so convenient yeah amazing Yeah, so that's the new cinematic journey that I'm on. Like I said, it'll be a, a good month that I'll be occupied for. Yeah, that's so good. That's nice. But um, yeah. My next that. two months are occupied. I don't know if I was telling you this, but my friends decided it was a good idea to do like an accountability like spreadsheet, basically. Was I telling you this? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. So there's five of us. And my friend actually got it as like an idea from another friend of hers. And basically there's this like Google Sheets thing that that it's broken up like week by week or day by day with each week chunk. And it goes on for eight weeks. And every day there's like a point system and you get like 10 points for drinking 75 ounces of water. You get 15 points for doing a workout. You do five for this, that, and the other thing. So then like, as you check it off, it automatically calculates your points. And so it's like a competition between the five of us of like, who gets the most points. So therefore like who's doing the most like self-care. So like there's, I'm trying to think in order. So like there's workouts, which are 15 during the week and then 20 points on the weekends. And I'm like, fuck, Mm -hmm. I hate working out. This is going to be annoying. Um, so, and that's the one with the most points. I was like, of course, like the people in my group actually enjoy working out. So I'm like, well, I'm going to lose automatically. Yeah. (laughs) Um, which like, there's a prize, like some, like the person who wins after the eight weeks, everyone gives them $10. And I was like, I need more than that because $10 or getting $40 isn't enough for me. But also like, I'm so competitive that I don't even care about the money. I just care about winning points wise. Yeah. So anyway, I'm losing by 27 points right now. Um, (laughs) Kelly is so annoying. She's done like every single thing every single day. It's been almost two weeks now. (laughs) Oh, she's missed like three things. And they were all like the five point ones. And I'm like, God God. damn it. So (laughs) I'm so mad. That's funny. So mad. Whatever. That's my update. What do you think? Should we do things? Yeah. Do you have anything else? Nope. That's it. 
<laughs> nope. Yeah, let's just go for it. <laughs> okay. So we are back with Raven. It feels like it's been six months since we've watched this show. Yeah. Um, seriously. We watched episodes 16 through 20. And the first one is called Skunked, like a playoff of Punked, which I thought was fun. Mm-hmm. Um, this one, Chelsea's like, let's go camping. And Raven's like, I can come. And she acts exactly like I would if I had to go camping. And she brings like yeah. all of these crazy things, like an oven and like, so many other rants she like makes peach cobbler while she's there it's like this whole thing basically she just is not okay at camping yeah and i don't know what the b plot is i don't think i made a single note on that i don't know what eddie's trying to do oh he's like rapping or something for people like he's is this the one where he feels sorry for himself i don't really know i must have just like blocked out (laughs) eddie's storyline because i wrote at one point Corey says to eddie come on Eddie you're a professional and then I wrote since when is Eddie a professional rapper (laughs) like he's not okay then that's definitely the same one I'm thinking of where he's like it's something about like the girls don't like him or something and so he's trying to get there I don't know I have no idea but yeah me neither so (laughs) basically the whole thing is that Raven goes camping she like saves Chelsea from getting her foot stuck in a rock and it's like, Chel- I think it ends with like Chelsea and Raven basically be like, we have different interests and like, maybe we don't belong here, but we can support each other kind of bullshit. Yeah. My first thing that I wrote was this already doesn't hit the way that high school music does. <laughs> I, literally, I can't tell you how angry I was that I had to watch these episodes last night. Same. I literally was so tired. I watched one on like Tuesday or something last night I remembered at like 8 30 that I had to watch this stupid fucking show and I like (laughs) drove back from Charlie's I was again like just out of it and so I was like just fuming walking around like muttering under my breath like I can't believe I have to watch this bullshit I have to go to bed like I'm so tired and I'm like laying in bed like arms crossed like so mad um (laughs) this one though was not one that uh that I did that with but my um um, my first note was, I'm glad that Raven acknowledged that she goes to the extreme because, oh, because what happened in the beginning mm-hmm. is they were like, we don't know what Chelsea's doing. And Eddie's like, why don't you just ask her? Because Raven was like, oh, I'll dress up as a janitor and I'll like get in there and I'll do this and that. And Eddie was like, just ask her. And she was like, you don't know me at all. And I was like, okay, I'm glad that she knows. Yeah. And then Chelsea said the same, same thing. She was like, why wouldn't you just ask me? And she's like, you guys really don't know me at all. So I was like, I feel like Raven is a lot more self-aware during these episodes, mm-hmm. which is character growth. Yeah, I pretty much said the same thing. I, I wrote that I, I'm just really glad that Chelsea was like, you're ridiculous. You should have just yeah. asked me, which is nice because at least they just like, no, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. they're admitting it, which is which is good. But yeah, I mean, Raven was just so fucking annoying this episode. I couldn't stand her. I just, I, I understand that like that is her personality and that's the whole point. Yeah. But it was yeah. just too much. Yeah. Why, even if you are not into the outdoors, don't go to the woods and heal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like that is just, that, I was just like, you're, you're actually ridiculous and I can't handle it. I like, I also couldn't believe she just had all of these items on hand. I was like, you either somehow had all of this at home and your family overall is just not the camping family. So like, that means you went out and bought all of this shit. And I was just like, where are they getting the money for this? I, sh- I mean, this is, here's the yeah. thing. Disney doesn't want you to spiral with all of these things, but I can't help it. <laughs> I can't. But I don't know. I thought I wrote down, this is funny in like a general sense because I thought it was just the concept was funny about like how, these like two people could not be more different and Chelsea's very like bare bones gonna like just be one with the world and Raven's like I literally cannot live without this expensive lotion that I'm bringing with me I wouldn't be this extreme but at the same time actually I think I'd be worse but in a different sense (laughs) like I would be worse in terms of like I wouldn't bring all of that shit, but I would just bitch about it the entire time. I'd be like, I'm cold. It's dirty. What's that noise? How come I can't eat this? When are we going back? And at least she just kind of embraced it. And she's like, I'm just going to bring all my stuff and like everyone can deal with it. Yeah. 
I know. I feel like this episode, I felt two very distinct things. One, I was like, okay, I can definitely relate to Raven because I don't like nature. Mm -hmm. I don't care for trees. (laughs) Like I would, you will never catch me going camping. The closest I will get is glamping. Mm -hmm. And even that, that would have to be like very nice. Yeah. It would have to be a really good setup for me to consider going out into nature and spending more than two hours out yeah. there so I I I can relate to Raven in that camping is not my thing mm-hmm. but then for Chelsea I was like if if I invited a friend to go do something and they spent the entire time just like trying to go against everything mm-hmm. that this outing or event was supposed to be I would be so yeah yeah that's a great point Chelsea just wanted Raven to like go and experience this one thing with her and Raven just couldn't let go of the fact that like she wanted to do camping her way Mm -hmm. and it just like that just like annoyed me for Chelsea Mm -hmm. that's such a I didn't even think about it that way that's such a good point because I also would be so frustrated and I'm sure there's like been times in my life I can't think of any right now but I'm sure there's been times where it's like like that or like very similar to that kind of experience where it's like I just want you to like appreciate this and you're doing everything in your power to just not right it's like when you play like if you plan something and and the person's like oh well why don't we just go do this instead it's like I just spent all this time planning this whatever Uh and now you are gonna like come in and be like I'd rather do this like I just planned this whole thing that's how I find kind of like felt for Chelsea but yeah again I feel I feel Raven because I I don't want to be in in nature. <laughs> I don't care so. for trees. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny because I started writing other stuff down. Like when she got her foot stuck under like the boulder, I started writing. This is why I don't go outside. And then I was like, wait, I love hiking, which is what Chelsea was doing. So I'm very weird because I do love. I've like as I continue living in Colorado too, like I enjoy being outside more and more. I always liked taking walks and stuff, but that was like the extent of it. I liked being outside in a kind of sense, but like, I've really loved to grow to like hiking. I always hated picnics. Cause I was like, there's bugs everywhere. And like, you're sitting on rocks and everything or like mud or whatever, get grass stains. But now I like genuinely like doing that. So I do like a lot of outdoors things. I just don't like the idea of being in the middle of nowhere overnight outdoors. Yeah. I, I mean, I like a good outdoor activity. Yeah. Like if it's something yeah. that you're doing that like kind of has a point to yeah. it, you know, like hiking, you have a point to it. Like you're getting exercise. You're like walking up to the top of a mountain to get like a really cool view. Like there's an experience mm-hmm. with that. But to me, camping, I've said this before. I think we have electricity for a reason. <laughs> We have beds for a reason, you know? There's a reason why the human race evolved so far to build houses to live inside of, not outside of. Yep. So I just think camping is stupid. (laughs) And I don't care if you disagree. You can come at me. (laughs) Camping is stupid. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Also, we have talked about this before because... (laughs) I half of these episodes are ones that Lizzie McGuire did almost to a T almost mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, um, I have a rant about that later. And it was, it was during the one where I was at home and angry last night. So it might be, oh, I haven't gotten there yet, I'm, obviously, but could be really I'm excited. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, the, the, the next note I had is that log they're sitting on could not be more fake. Did you notice that? Oh my God. Yeah. It literally just looks like plastic. And like, there's been a lot of prop stuff I noticed and like kind of like things that you wouldn't really look for. But if you look closely, there's two other things I can think of off the top of my head that I was like, this is awful execution. But the log, I was like, okay, you could have tried to find something a little bit more realistic or get a real log. I don't know. Yeah. Um, there was something that happened during this episode at one point I think they're by the boulder where Chelsea's stuck mm-hmm. and Raven like slams her hands down on the rock and you can faintly hear that it's hollow <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not even a real boulder <laughs> come on Disney it's free you literally like you just go to the woods and get a right. log 
get, I mean, I understand it's hard to transport a boulder. So, okay, I kind of get that, or a log, I guess I kind of get that. <laughs> but here's the thing, like you obviously had to scout an area to like go out to the woods. So why couldn't you just like find some other stuff in that area that you ended up filming? Yeah. It's just, that's so funny. Oh my God. I didn't have anything else for it, but. Uh, me neither. My last thing was, I don't like this episode. I miss high school musical. <laughs> maybe we should have continued with high school musical the musical the series but i know then the whole the whole episode would have been on the on olivia rodrigo and we already did that austin texted Mm -hmm. me after our like first high school musical and he was like 40 percent of this podcast is about olivia rodrigo he was like and i was like i don't really know how to how to respond to that but i mean it was it was a big deal it was a big deal it was a really big deal um so the next one is called the dating shame and this is raven and chelsea get picked to go on a dating show called terminated and they're competing against these like two other girls to like get on a date with this guy and it's televised and there's this whole thing about you find out that the people who make the show asked raven and chelsea oh like tell me about raven oh tell me about chelsea and they manipulated the video so that it sounds negative instead of positive so they like show it to the other person raven and chelsea get pissed at each other and it's like a whole thing and then it ends with like they find out that it was like actually really nice stuff and then it ends with them just being like forget this show we're better than this goodbye and um it was basically just as shallow as it sounds (laughs) it was just as like kind of catty as it sounds my first note was I have extreme secondhand embarrassment. What the fuck are these girls dancing? What the fuck is this girl's yeah. dance? I don't know the right way to phrase it. But those two other girls that got kicked off like really early on, I was like, what, what is this? Like, do you remember what I'm talking? I can't even explain yeah. what they were doing. But I was like, this I, is awful. I can't explain it either. But yeah, definitely bizarre <laughs> and weird and uncomfortable. I'm so glad that they got kicked off early because if they were continuing, yeah. I would have been so angry. There was just something about, and I, I, okay, I get like, this is Disney, like whatever. It's supposed to be like a little over the top funny, but their characters were just so exaggerated Yeah, that I was annoyed. I was like, are you guys trying to be bad actresses on purpose? Yeah. Because you guys look and sound stupid. Yep. I was so, yeah, they were, they were annoying. I'm glad they also left very early. Yeah. It was going to be a really rough ride if they stayed on for a minute longer. Because then they were like, you're terminated. And the girl was like, yeah. And they were like, no, this is a bad thing. And she was like, oh. And I was like, I hate all of you. Yeah, it was stupid. I don't understand why they make episodes like this. Because one, it's not funny. Like, I don't don't think this was a funny episode. It was just like, what am I watching? And it's not relatable. Like, it's not... It's not doing anything. It's not entertaining and funny. It's not relatable. So, like, what's the point? Yeah. I feel like we have one of these every, like, five to seven episodes where it's, like, there is literally, this is, like, a filler episode. It doesn't do anything. Well, I think we get two, I think we get two of these in a row this time. Wait, let me see what the next one was. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I wrote down as my working title, some TV show question mark. <laughs> And then for the next one, just to jump ahead a bit, I wrote another TV show question mark. I didn't even pick up on that. I was like, what the fuck? But yeah, I was just like, this is not entertaining, nor is it relatable. So what purpose does this episode fulfill? Oh my God. Nothing. That's so funny. I didn't even think about that. I'm so excited to talk about the next one because I was like, the fuck are we going on i know i know i i can't um and i feel like an episode i'm jumping ahead so much but i feel like an episode i definitely loved younger and now i'm just like what and anyway i don't know Mm -hmm. back to uh the dating shame yes the b plot is that Corey is left. oh my god i'm gonna go off that Corey was left home alone and well, no, not even left home alone. He lied and said that his babysitter was stuck in traffic when in reality she called saying, like, I'm sick. So he told his parents she's on her way so that he could be home alone. 
I wrote down, I was going to ask how old we were when we were left home alone. And then I realized we already had this fucking conversation because all of them are the same storylines as Lizzie McGuire. And it got (laughs) worse because it's the same thing where the parent comes back and it's like a storm and the person inside can't figure out that it's the parent. You literally just have to say, it's mom, open the door. And he's like, it's a one-eyed witch or something. And I was like, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's just annoying because obviously the same people that watched Lizzie McGuire and are now going to watch That's So Raven. And like, maybe we were too young to understand Mm -hmm. that they literally are using the same storylines. But like, you're really telling me you couldn't come up with anything different that you're literally reusing the exact same storylines episode to episode. There could have been another thing that scares him. Like, Maybe, I don't know, he, like, starts a fire or, like, he, and that's really aggressive, <laughs> but, like, that was the first <laughs> thing I thought of. Like, something else can scare him that's, like, mm-hmm. a little bit more serious, but, like, also, I guess that would traumatize children, but it could have been, like, in a funny way. Like, he starts a fire and he's like, oh, my God, and then he's like, oh, like, I shouldn't be home alone yet. So I just was like, I can't believe I'm watching the same exact storyline as I did you know three months ago four months ago whatever yeah. the fuck it is now so I like had this whole big discussion post not post discussion prompt <laughs> ready and I realized it was irrelevant because we already talked about it I just looked this up so I don't know what you know clicked in my head what light bulb went off but the guy that plays Chad the quote hot guy mm-hmm. on the dating show I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Danny Kessler from Lizzie McGuire. <gasps> and I looked it up and it no. is. Really? Yeah. He was in That's So Raven as Chad and then Lizzie McGuire. You can't even see I this. But see it. Lizzie McGuire as Danny Kessler. The only other thing that he has ever been in is called Crossing Jordan. He played student. <laughs> how did you, how did you figure that out? I feel like they don't look anything alike I don't I don't know but just now as you were talking I was like I gotta look this up and it's the same kid that's so funny yeah so they not only repeat storylines they repeat actors they use literally the same well that's like the Haley Duff thing where she just randomly showed (laughs) up and rape and I was like is she gonna be in every show from now on I'm so confused and then yeah David Henry I'm not mad about him but he's in like Mm -mm. the last one that we watch and uh I was like, I'm not mad about you reusing him, but all these other random people. Anyway. Yeah. So yeah, the whole, I, it almost like this episode doesn't even like deserve a lengthy conversation because it's literally, it's exactly just them doing a dating show. They're mean to each other, but not in reality. Like, it's just yeah, the whole thing. I just don't get the appeal of it. Like I would just never do something like that. And then you have like mm-hmm. bachelor nation and I think it's fun to watch it. I did watch half of an yeah. episode with Sari a few weeks ago. And I watched like the first 20 minutes and I was like, I can definitely see why this is a thing. Like I definitely get the appeal. But yeah. just the whole 20 minutes, I was like, I'm so, I'm cringing so hard. I think I just like need yeah. to like, she was like, you gotta like commit to it. You gotta like, get into it and just like think this way and I was like I totally get that and I understand why everyone loves it now like I'm just not like a reality I'm like I like competition shows sometimes like love America's Next Top Model but Mm -hmm. I think that's like a completely different thing anyway so my point is I just would never be on a show like that and I just don't understand what because the guy is hot and fine but he wasn't even that hot well kind of I guess for the time but I don't know. I don't get yeah. the deal. I mean, I this, yeah, I would all, I would never go on a dating show either, but I, I'm like a drama reality yeah. junkie. I live for that shit. I think it's so hilarious and entertaining and especially bachelor stuff. You watch these people and you're like, these people are real. <laughs> like, these people live among us. It's just so funny to me. I know I really need to watch Love Island like that's the one that it's like if I'm gonna do it I think I should just do it and watch that show you have to watch Love Island UK though Love Island US is really bad okay yeah I have heard that the UK one is better 
Yeah. The US one, it like I I didn't watch the first season. I watched the most recent season because, you know, quarantine and I had nothing else to watch. Mm-hmm. But um UK is really good. Okay. There people from the UK are, you know, what is it on? Crazy. I think uh, I think there are episodes on Hulu. Okay. I think all the UK seasons are on Hulu, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, highly recommend Love Island UK to everyone. It's it's a great watch. There are like a ton of episodes though, because they have an episode, a new episode every day. Oh. So every season is like a lot of episodes. <laughs> wow okay interesting yeah so wow there must be a lot of shit that goes on if there's an everyday episode wow there is there's a lot it's good it's good it'll keep you entertained okay i need that for like a lazy day where i'm like i can't commit to like a real show and just like put that yeah like you don't really need to pay attention obviously like even if you do decide to pay attention, it's entertaining. If you don't pay attention, like you'll still be entertained. It's just yeah. you know, reality yeah. TV. It's just like it'll happen. But mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's a good one for sure. <laughs> okay, I need to remember. I need to start making a list because I just forget things. Yeah. The last thing I had is at the very end. For some reason, the competition between the two of them was them hanging on to a bar over a tar pit. I'm not really sure. I'm not sure how we got there. But at one point, Chelsea starts doing a lot of pull-ups. And I was like, is that really her? Because that's extremely impressive. She did, like, a lot. Yeah, I can't even do one. Me either. So, uh, I don't know. I was very, I was very amazed. But also, it's like, for an episode like this, for a TV show like this, are they really going to bring in a stunt double to do push-up? I mean, maybe. I mean, remember when we thought like Lizzie McGuire's whole like back handspring whatever was like fake and then we realized she was a gymnast so like yeah I don't know yeah who knows but yeah that whole end part was weird it was just uh, I mean the whole episode was stupid there's not there's nothing redeeming yeah about it about any of any parts of this so it's just like yeah. a waste of 22 minutes 22 minutes I'll never get back this was definitely my least favorite of the five yeah because it was just like like I'm pretty good at finding some kind of lesson or some kind of lasting like effect with each episode like even though like the last one the, the camping one it was kind of like okay what I could like pull out oh it's okay to have different interests than your friends but you should be able to support them and do that whatever mm-hmm. yeah this one what is it what is it because it's not even like they did anything wrong like the people are the ones that like altered the video and like did all this stuff and like what is the don't go on a dating show like I don't know what I was just gonna say don't go on a reality show and let someone manipulate yeah. you like yeah. that the lesson. yeah really <laughs> And, like, don't lie about your babysitter. I'm just very confused. Yeah. There's nothing I can pull out of it. Okay. Yeah. Well, the next episode's, you know, there's another <laughs> TV show. I don't know. Okay, yeah. This one is called The Road to Audition. And it's basically, like, I don't want to say it's it's not like American. I, I don't know what you could compare it to. But basically... There's people who go undercover and go to different places and try to figure out who the next like superstar could be. And it's called undercover superstar. Right. And I think so. Yeah. And so they find out that they're coming to the high school and they think it's this like one janitor and everyone just breaks out into song and full blown choreographed dances and like mm-hmm. just full blown. What is this? It was it was like a fun episode because you it like showcased and like all these different like abilities, like whatever you got to really see Annalise Vanderpool's like talent, which I really appreciated. I re- one of my notes was I really need to go and find videos of her as well because I feel like the more mm-hmm. I watch her, she's just so like stage actor. Yeah. So anyway, so they go through this whole thing. You find out that the janitor, he's like, oh, I'm, I am undercover, but it's for the health department. And then he was like, oh yeah, I'm looking for like bugs and spiders and stuff. And I'm like, please tell me a place that's not going to have one single bug or a spider. I was like, okay. This yeah. is not 
And then he was like, oh, cockroaches. Like, this place is crawling with them. Like, yeah, obviously. You know, I mean, every yeah. restaurant in New York, regardless of how five star it is, is going to have roaches. Like, I mean, my apartment had roaches and my life. It's, you know what? It's just part of life and you got to get over it. Anyway, so I was like, that's the most unrealistic part of this episode. And <laughs> so then they find out that the, there's another janitor. Who is that Paul Abdul? Uh, my first thing was, how did they get Paula Abdul on that so raven? Yeah, mine was, wait, is that actually Paula Abdul? And then I forgot to look it up. Is it actually her? I mean, it has to be. It's it definitely, it looks like her. It sounds like her. Like, but like, I, also, I, like, I don't. I wouldn't put it past Disney to find a lookalike, you know? Hold on. I was, I'm going to. I also wouldn't be surprised if they did that. But they've also gotten like other random famous adults. Yeah. On. <laughs> you know, like, um, when they did that in Lizzie. So I wouldn't be surprised, but I just don't understand because one, why Paula Abdul? Like, what was she doing then? American Idol. Right. But is that when American Idol started? I think it started, which first of all, I can confirm it was actually her. I think American Idol started in 2001. Okay. That's what I thought. Because I was like, okay, maybe if American Idol like came out that year, because it was obviously huge that year, like it would make sense. Yeah. Have Paula Abdul, but it's been like a few years after the fact. Yeah. I guess American Idol was still pretty popular for a few years after it premiered. But also, like, do kids care that Paula Abdul's on the show? I never understand the intention behind having like these older, well-known adult actors and stuff mm-hmm. in these shows because it's like these kids don't care right like when steven tyler was on lizzie mcguire um yeah so i'm thinking so i started watching american idol the fourth season because that was carrie underwood season which i think was probably like 2003 or 2004 because i remember being like pretty young so like if this came out in 2003 that means they at least already had kelly clarkson ruben and probably fantasia at this point Maybe even in like the Carrie Underwood season. I don't know. I'd have to like fact check all of that. So mm-hmm. I feel like I was, I was definitely watching American Idol and That's So Raven at the same time. Whether I would have actually like understood that was Paula Abdul, I'm not, I'm not really sure. I don't know. But I definitely was watching them at the same time. Yeah. I mean, that's what I mean. Like I, cause I started watching American Idol that first season. Like I watched Kelly Clarkson season mm-hmm. and then for like a few years after that, but. I don't know if I would have cared that Paula Abdul was there. Yeah. Because I don't think I cared about, like, she was an adult and I was a, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, when you're a kid, you don't necessarily, like, idolize or care about, like, someone like Paula Abdul. Right. I don't know. Maybe you do. I don't don't like, and the thing is, I cared the least about Paula. If it was, like, Simon Cowell on there, I would have been, like, holy shit. Yeah. 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 For sure, for sure. Yeah, Paul Abdul is just like, it was kind of weird that they had her. And also, I don't know how they would have gotten her. Yeah. I feel like she was probably really busy. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like, didn't, like, didn't need this Raven episode. No, you know? not at all. Not even a little bit. It's <laughs> just like so random. I don't know. Oh my God. That's like so, ri- I don't even, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So then all of my notes were like, wow raven's becoming so self-aware i can't remember what she said that i put that down but and then i was like i really want to see annalise vanderpool as bell and then i said she should have done don't rain on my parade even though like i'm sure they couldn't have gotten the rights to that but (laughs) yeah that whole performance i was like this the very beginning i was like this is very season one leah michelle and glee and then i was Mm -hmm. like holy shit she needs to sing don't rain on my parade but I was like, she was by far the best performance of like the four or whatever we saw. So. Oh yeah, for sure. I became a sure. fan. I do think it was a fun episode. Like I liked the musical aspect of it. I still think it was a dumb episode in general because yeah. I don't understand. And I already said this. I don't understand why they would do like two TV show related episodes where like these mm-hmm. kids want to be on TV. And then it also just like again isn't relatable who like has someone come to their school to like scout for a tv show that literally doesn't happen except for when um in lizzie mcguire when the person came to do a documentary about a middle school 
Right. That's the only other time it's ever happened. So let's be real. Right. <laughs> like this doesn't fucking happen. It's just, I'm telling you every single one of these episodes related to a Lizzie McGuire one. And I wanted to die. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't have like anything really substantial. My notes are just like, uh, this episode, I'm not into it. I'm bored. That's it. Mine. <laughs> <laughs> Literally mine. After what I've said already is wait is this high school musical (laughs) my next one oh my god then okay so you start I just have to go through this so you start off with like this one girl who I'm pretty sure we've never seen before be like I'm gonna put on a performance for this guy and it's very like 50s um kind of like doo-wop girl kind of thing and I was like you don't even sound that good then um Chelsea did her whole thing of like in like the one of the rockets type tux kind of top hat thing it was great Mm -hmm. then eddie comes in and he's like i'm gonna start and this is why i was like is this high school musical because he starts like him and the whole team get this like routine going and i was like i could literally do this like it's them just dribbling a basketball while standing standing in place and then like they started like going between the legs and i was like okay i don't really know if i could do that that many times in a row but at one point, I watched someone trip over the ball and fall on the ball. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> fuck, I wish I'd noticed that. It's like, it was the part where they like go to go on their stomachs or something. So they like bounce the ball and it's supposed to be like there and stationary. And then they, I think they like do a push up or something. But there's someone like, not even in the background, he's pretty close to the screen. And he like kind of tripped over something, went to do it, but the ball was like rolling away. So he kind of like tried to do something. And then like, he didn't totally. And I was like, and all this happened in like a second that he was on the screen. And I was like, huh? And then if like, you look while they're like doing the whole like choreography, there's people completely out of sync. I was like, I don't know when I became a, a, a critic of high school basketball <laughs> choreographed dances and rapping, but I feel confident this was at most a one out of 10 on a, on a scoring scale. It's so funny. It's like one, how did they not catch that in editing? Yeah. Not even in editing. How did they not catch that when they were filming? (laughs) But also like, you're telling me that that was the best (laughs) shot that they got. And that was the one that they had to use. Yeah. To put on TV. It re- like reminds me, this is like irrelevant kind of, but that TikTok that I sent you of the guy in the background of High School Musical 2 <laughs> drumming on stage. And this this guy's drumming on stage at the final performance. And the drumsticks, he looks like he's drumming, but then you look closer and he the drumsticks hover over the drum. So like, stu- he's not even like doing it with like gusto. <laughs> he's just like no. like straight faced. You're telling me that that is the best performance you could have gotten out of that guy. And that made it to the movie. I'm just like, Disney, you're Disney. Get it together. I Here's the thing. I feel like it's one of two things. Either they were just on a tight schedule and they were like, fuck it. Or that was like the 57th take that they did. And they were like, honestly, of everything, this is the best one. We got to just use it. So I, it's just... I, I don't know. I, That's so funny. It goes back to what I was saying about the high school musicals. When you have more budget, you have more time and capability <laughs> to do things. If they had more budget, they could have gotten better dancers, probably, and had more time to put it together. I don't know. <laughs> and then I didn't really write any, I didn't write anything at all about Raven's performance. Cause I think at this point I was so fucking done with everything. Cause I was so tired, Yeah. but hers was like fine, but I like feel like she didn't even sing for most of it. It was usually like the backup singers who were singing everything. And I was like, where, what, how does this showcase your talent? It didn't. I don't know. You watch with subtitles on, right? Or no, no. Oh, oh my God. I could not believe this. But the hall monitor, who's the most annoying person in this entire episode, which is a bold statement, but I stand by it. (laughs) He comes out of somewhere. And the thing in brackets, like the thing that like describes like how he's saying something says, like Clint Eastwood. Oh, God. And I was like, (laughs) 
First of all, it didn't sound anything like him. So I was like, I don't really know where Disney got that. <gasps> Second of all, I'm sorry. If I'm seven years old, I don't know who Clint Eastwood is. I barely know who he is now. It's just yeah. like, I just wrote in all caps, in quotes, like Clint Eastwood with six question marks. And then that I wrote, I'm done. I'm hilarious. going to bed. <laughs> I can't believe they described him as like Clint Eastwood. Like, what? Yeah, when you're that young, you definitely don't know who Clint Eastwood is I didn't really know who he is until college yeah I took a I took a Clint Eastwood class in college oh really I needed one more film elective and it was with the professor that I liked I get to the class this is not a good choice it we only watched Clint Eastwood (laughs) movies the entire semester (laughs) that was all we did and I was the only girl in the class. Oh my god, really? It was, me, it was me, my junior year, and 15 other senior guys. Oh my So god. that was the time. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so of course, our final paper is just like, we got to like pick whatever Clint Eastwood movie we wanted to write about that we had watched over the semester and just like write about it, like basically whatever we wanted. And so I, of course, being the only girl, I chose uh, Bridges of Madison County and this movie. So literally not important. Well, Meryl (laughs) Streep is in it, which was cool. But this movie was meant to be like Clint Eastwood's um, like really different for him because there was like a female protagonist and it was like his like feminist movement film. And so I wrote a paper about how it was not a feminist film. I love that. As, as the only girl in the class. Oh my so God. Everyone, everyone got to read my non-feminist That's take so on Clint Wood. Yeah. So that was fun, but that was totally unrelated. <laughs> no, that's, no, we're keeping that in because uh, for sure relates. <laughs> anyway. No. I, I, I know surprisingly a lot about Clint Eastwood. That's so funny. I don't think I've ever watched a Clint Eastwood movie. I have nothing against the man. I've just never had a desire. I mean, actually, I mean, wait, is he Dirty Harry? Yes. I watched that a while ago. He's Dirty Harry. He's um, Million Dollar million dollar Baby. Oh, yeah. I've never watched that. That's been on my um, Netflix list for like six years, but. Yeah. I mean, he's known for his like spaghetti westerns and I like don't give a shit about westerns. His what? Spaghetti westerns. <laughs> what is that? It's a term. I don't remember exactly <laughs> but he's like known for westerns i hope now i hope i'm saying that that's the actual term i mean i don't doubt about westerns so it could be the most popular western movie term and i'd have no idea yeah spaghetti western film subgenre oh i'm nervous though that i was just making shit up thank god (laughs) i'm sure someone someone would have fact checked us on that one right (laughs) oh man our huge audience yeah yeah, it was just I mean, so funny. Fucking Disney. I think I think the conclusion that we've come to is that they just really are lazy. They're lazy. They're prejudiced. <laughs> they are yeah, lazy both in regards to execution and stories, um, and act and casting. They just yeah. pick the same people over and over again. Um, yeah, they've managed to build this huge successful empire. Yet they're lazy as shit. God. So I hate. Uh, Chew on that one. Yeah. (laughs) Take that, Disney. (laughs) Oh, Um, man. um, Anyway, the episode itself ends with no one getting on the show. Yeah. Nothing happens. Literally, the whole episode was pointless. It was literally just to showcase, hey, look at all the talent we have on the show. Which they could have done. They could have literally just had a musical. Remember that episode where they, um, at rehearsals or whatever they're like in the classroom like assigning parts for the musical yeah wizard of oz or whatever yeah and it's like why didn't you just actually Mm. do a musical that's a great point and even in this episode the the mean girl that is like going against raven sort of has the lead role in whatever they're doing and raven's girl with bucket why couldn't you have just made the episode about whatever that musical or play was going to be right that they talk about in the episode because that's the same episode where she the the teacher sees her performing at the restaurant because she's pretending to be um uh lasagna or whatever her name is 
And so it's like, that would have been a great opportunity for her to perform a real song. But instead yeah. she was Liz Anya and <laughs> performed When the Saints Go Marching In. Yeah. I mean, they, I, I, that's why these episodes are so stupid because they just make no sense. They have no purpose. If they had just gone the actual musical route, it all comes back to high school musical. <laughs> I'm telling you. High school musical was successful because it is what it, it is. You got exactly what you thought you were going to get going into it. Instead of this bullshit, <laughs> pointless, whatever. I don't have you a know, counter I argument. <laughs> I don't. I just, I don't have Ugh. That's that's all I have. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Then number 19 is the lying game. So this is one of those things where you do one of those tests in high school and it tries to tell you what to do with your life. So it says <laughs> you should be a sofa king seller or yeah, sofa salesman. And uh, Chelsea says police officer and Raven says teacher. Um, the only thing I could kind of see is Chelsea as a police officer, not because of her brain, but because of her personality. And then that came true when she like came in and did her whole, like, I'm a detective thing. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So for some reason, Raven gets assigned to an elementary school classroom instead of just, I don't know, one in the high school where she goes already. And it's Corey's class. And there's a whole chain of events that happens with Raven having juice on her shirt and Corey having no sleeve on his shirt. And the whole episode is them telling their counter stories. Meanwhile, Eddie completely redesigns the living room in a span of how long does it take to tell those stories? 15 minutes. And it ends with nothing. So ends with the fact that the teacher made up all of the results on the tests because he lost the answer key. So yeah. yeah. Why don't I just go through my notes really quickly? Because I don't have many. And this was just my train of thought. Okay. I don't know what's going on. I'm annoyed. Honestly, I'm nine minutes in. I don't know what's happening. I'm not going to rewind this. Taylor will have to fill me in. <laughs> Does this even count as me watching the episode? No, it doesn't. It shouldn't, but I don't care. Raven is so dumb compared to High School Musical. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> that was a journey. Mm-hmm. that was the filling in thing that was literally me but I didn't realize it with the justice for William one where I was like wait all of this happened but um that's just because I don't know where my mind was not because I wasn't whatever um yeah I uh honestly all of my notes except for two no except for two of them most of my notes were all mentioned in that synopsis I gave my first note was I wish I could remember what my thing was because we definitely took one of those tests in high school that was like we'll tell you what you want what you can be and I feel like it was one of those things where it's like you could be one of these five like it gave you five options it definitely didn't give me just one but I wish I could remember right I don't think we we definitely didn't all do it I'm pretty sure we had like randomly one of the elective options in uh, in high school that we had was a business class Mm -hmm. And I think the people in that business class took that test, but like no one else took it. I feel like I probably took it in like my government class or econ- like economic. I think I took economic. I don't know what I took in high school. It's fucking almost 10 years ago at this point, which is nuts. So crazy. Feels like longer, to be honest. That's a whole road I can't get down. Um, <laughs> my other stuff was David Henry's here again. So happy about that. Love him. That was nice. Still looks so young. I don't understand how Wizards of Waverly Place comes out like a year later, but I know it really blows my mind because he looks like he could definitely just be 12. Mm -hmm. And meanwhile, Raven looks like a full blown adult. Yeah. And they're only like, what, four years apart or something ridiculous like that? Like like that. It's not a lot. I don't know. That blows my mind. But he's just so adorable. He just how I feel like how you feel about William. I feel about david henry in this show because then it Mm. full-blown goes into like he's just super hot but like how i'm like oh my god he's just so adorable and he's just like when he (laughs) came in at the end with like his hood over his face and like thought no one would know who he was and Corey was like you've been wearing the same sweatshirt for two weeks and he was like oh yeah (laughs) i just was like oh he's so cute thinking he's like this oh he's doing his best whatever 
here's my main thing for the episode. So the whole, I have to go through the whole thing. So the whole thing that happens is like Raven comes into the classroom and the teacher gets a, well, no, she's allergic to her mascara. So she leaves during that time. Corey's like, okay, I have to hand out the snacks. And Raven was like, you're lying. And he was like, it's my job. They go back and forth. Something happens where they, he has like a a juice box out to like hand out to the kids. There's like a, a juice box and it gets crushed somehow. And the juice like squirts out at Raven and it gets all over her shirt. Here's the thing. The squirting was CGI. Oh, 100%. Oh, did you notice it moved? It was supposed to be no. on her shirt. Wait. No. <laughs> because it comes on her and like the whole thing, like the whole whatever, I don't even know what word to call it, shifted. When Raven shifted, oh, it went like the other God. way. But then obviously it's like on her in the other scenes, but they must have like done it another time and she like put it on or something. But like, oh my God, I was like, it was just so, it just, it moved. And I was like, really? <laughs> really? <gasps> oh my God, Disney. I cannot take it. I I couldn't believe, I mean, I can believe it. I should believe it. But I was like, I almost like, had the reaction where I wanted to like turn to the invisible people next to me and be like, did you just see that? Like I needed like <laughs> someone to rewind with and be like, no, look, like I, Oh my God. I don't know. That's I incredible. It's isn't, it, um, <laughs> I don't really know about that. I literally like can't even the whole thing with like the couch was ridiculous that Eddie completely redid the entire living room. Chelsea, was kind of like irrelevant she was like kind of fun in the way that she was like actually into the job I mean Eddie was too but I don't know they were I don't know yeah and at the end like Chelsea just puts handcuffs on Raven and she's like do you have the key and she's like oh and then it just like ends like that but it was kind of cool that Chelsea was like kind of into it in like a normal way and she was like I'm just gonna embrace this I started off hating Chelsea and I really gotta say she's becoming like a a low-key favorite of mine because mm-hmm. she's just like so she's so dumb but she like knows it and she's just so down to earth and yeah you, like, I would agree with that yeah she's just like you know what I'm gonna take every situation and make it the best situation it can be and I can yeah. respect that yeah I feel like you can tell she's like growing up and maturing mm-hmm. in the way that she reacts to Raven sometimes and just like handle situations whereas like Raven is just so self-involved and like will never mature Mm -hmm. yeah and that's why I dislike Raven more and more (laughs) every time I feel like she is like I said in the beginning like she is becoming more self-aware but she's not changing what she's doing and how she's acting she's just becoming more aware of like oh this is how I am right like she's not growing or evolving in any way Mm -hmm. Eddie's probably the most um like static character is that the right term yeah because yeah, it's just like no, for sure. what is he doing I don't know yeah he's like there yep cool that was an episode <laughs> the last one for this week was called numb and number which like kind of like I think I like the the um the titles more than the actual episode yeah um, for sure <laughs> so this one is Corey has to go to the dentist. He's like, I hate the dentist. And Raven's like, stop being a baby. So she goes to the dentist with him. She like has a vision before they leave that Corey's going to get a cavity. And she's like, oh, I should be nice because like, he's going to be really scared, blah, blah. The dentist, who was the most obnoxious man I've ever met, not met, seen. He is like, oh, Raven, like it's helpful if the person who's scared, like sees someone go through it, blah, blah. So then Raven ends up, Raven's the one getting the cap or that has the cavity. She gets scared to the point that she locks him out of his own office. And then they go as farther as to go to another examination room and do an exam like on a like five-year-old girl. They like pretend to do an entire cleaning on this girl. Then Raven and and during that, okay, I gotta get to that later. And then it ends with Raven gets the cavity failed. Corey has perfect teeth, the end. My first note was, why does Raven look like she's about to go to a business meeting? (laughs) I wrote, 
why is Raven dressed in business casual? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she looks like she's go. She has a nine to five. Yep. Because she's wearing yep. this like weird blazer pantsuit combo thing and heels. It's and I'm like, are you thirty? I was like, like really, what happened? I was really waiting for them to be like, it's career day at school or some bullshit. <laughs> but no, like she must have just gone to school like that. I don't really know. Like that was like, weird so weird the other thing that i wrote right at the beginning was so raven can drive now oh because baxter or uh, victor is like can you drive Corey to the dentist and i'm like hold on how old are they all because when we started a year ago they were allegedly still in middle school <laughs> and now raven can drive and she wears pantsuits <laughs> Oh my God, that's so, I did not catch that at all. I, I'm just like, I'm so confused. Uh, I don't know what's happening. Because what was the thing where we found out that they were 15? There was one not that long ago that they blatantly said their age. And it was either 15 or 16. I know what you're talking about. I can't remember when either. It was definitely 15. Okay. So did she just turn 16 during this season? She just turned 15 at the beginning of the season. Well, and also like, she needs to drive with a parent until at least six months like because she has a permit she has to drive with another person so that means she's at least 16 and a half when she would have had to get her she would have had to pass her driver's license the first time which let's be real there's no way that would have happened there's no way so basically they're trying to tell us that she's almost 17 years old right now yeah none of it makes sense I'm going to continue to keep track of their ages because it just like blows my mind how inconsistent it is and like how it just doesn't make sense yeah like at least with Lizzie McGuire the ages added up like it right it it like made sense like we knew they were in middle school and and how old they were but like this it just still pisses me off that they all look like they're our age now yeah well I think Chelsea in real life is like 22 at this point or something like even yeah, though I she looks right. like she's like 35 in this show and I look yeah. like I'm 14 and a half. They so. all look like they should already be moms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah. I don't know. It really bothers me. Same. I don't know why it bothers me so much in this because we know that in most TV shows, like the actors are older than what they're playing, mm-hmm. but it's just so blatantly obvious in this and it bothers me way more for some reason. I think it's, I'm sure part of it, at least for me, is we came from a show where they casted people who were that age at least it started off that way and as time goes on obviously whatever but they literally looked like 13 and they were casted at 13 14 ish years old that's just not not the case so yeah that's very true very true the other thing was the dentist is getting a really bad rap in this episode i know I was like, is going to the dentist, was it really this terrifying as a kid? And like now as a kid, if I'm watching it, am I going to be even more terrified? Yeah. (laughs) Well, because I think, I feel like we've had this conversation before because again, all of these plot lines are repeated, but I never got the, I'm scared of the dentist thing ever. I mean, I guess like it's, it's like really uncomfortable sometimes because they're just like tucked, like tapping away your, your teeth and sometimes using a drill and a needle when I say all of that together I get why people <laughs> are scared <laughs> but I just I never felt that way I was also never scared of the dentist I would say I dislike going to the dentist more now than I did when I was a kid yes I agree with that I think I as you're when you're a kid you're not as conscious of the pain <laughs> yeah and also we got a toy afterwards but yeah, now it's like, it's just like not fun. <laughs> but yeah, after we see that they are at the dentist's office, I really kind of check out because <laughs> my next thing is I honestly can't pay attention. I don't know what's going on. I'm too scatterbrained. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. Well, so I didn't I'll really tell get anything happens. else out of the episode. <laughs> it's pretty, it's actually pretty terrifying in its own way because yeah, like, they get all scared, and they, like, go into this, like, other girl's room and pretend to be dentists, and Corey is very obviously 
no older than 10 years old. And the girl calls that out. She's like, you're a child. And he's like, no. (laughs) And they just are so clearly talking out of their ass. They start styling the girl's hair with toothpaste. And she like, at one point, Raven like falls backward or something. And an uncovered needle pointing outwards jams into her leg and it's Novocaine. And so her oh leg God. gets, do you not, did you not see this slash remember this? No. Literally her <laughs> leg gets numb and she collapses. Oh my God. Like literally, I was like, cause they were like, oh, what is that? She was like, Novocaine, oh my God. And she collapses. And my, I said, the more important question is why is there no cap on a needle pointing towards everyone? I was definitely scrolling through Instagram <laughs> then. I have no oh recollection my God. of It's this. like, so she literally collapses and then, like, finally, when they, like, get her in the chair to, like, fix the cavity, her lip is numb. So it's, like, falling off to the side and she, like, can't keep water in, which has happened to me too many times. <laughs> so anyway, so then her lip is numb. And so she, like, gets out of the chair and she collapses again because her leg is still numb. And, yeah, I was, like, this is incredibly unsafe. Like, where why what's going on at this dentist office where there's no cap like these needles are so readily full of novocaine with no caps and are just out willy-nilly sometimes with these episodes I'm like I hope I really hope parents hammer into kids heads that this is all fiction Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I'm like what are we teaching the children (laughs) oh my god I that's a great question (laughs) well apparently not much because going back to the very first episode we've ever done where my friend on day one of middle school said, this is nothing like Lizzie McGuire. My family definitely did no part in preparing me for the real world. So for all I know, every episode I watched, I thought was real life. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. It's very true. It's very, that's kind of sad to think about Yep. (laughs) and scary. I'm going to sit my kids down and be like, everything sucks. There's everything you see on TV is, is farce. And be skeptical. Don't trust anyone or anything. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, unless it's a pre-approved documentary by me, I will not let you, you know. They're going to be those kids that grow up knowing that Santa is not real. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Oh my God. Ruin it for other kids. Oh man. I that would be so sad but like it would be very very sad well I don't have anything else to say we talked easily for we've been recording for two hours easily an hour 45 of that was just bullshit and then 15 minutes were the episode so it sounds about right sounds about like the normal the normal uh whatever back Um, to our normal bullshit programming (laughs) yep back on our bullshit well with that Anything else you want to, anything you want to say? Nope. (laughs) I think that's all I have this week. Well, until next week, I'm Taylor. I'm Gina. And we are begrudgingly watching Disney Channel. (laughs) So long. (laughs)